Agent Carter. Agent Hey, 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 everybody, Hello. and welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat Point, Point five. 5. We haven't done one of these in a while. Yeah, we haven't. I'm Desmond. I'm Rich. And we're your hosts uh, for this look into comic book movies, television, uh, cartoons, you name it. And if it's on a screen, we're talking about it. So a lot of people, we're just going to start right real quick because a lot of people are getting really super excited or not about the new movie that just came out. Batman versus Superman. The yawn of justice. The yawn of justice. I mean dawn of justice. Um, so we went and saw it on Thursday, and we've had a couple days to process this movie. And for me, people talking about it all day Friday in the store, all day Saturday in the store. Yep. And um, and I mean, a friend of mine had a had a very long conversation about it, like an hour conversation about it. And you would think, like, how would you have a hour conversation about you know this movie and honestly the reason why is because uh this is a very a very polarizing film um for good or bad a lot of people uh have a lot of um a, a lot of strong feelings about this movie um and i think a lot of that comes from two places uh people who wanted to go and see it and are, are accepting it for the spectacle that it is uh, Batman fighting Superman with little bits and pieces of Wonder Woman. And then you have other people who are long-term uh, fans of of these characters. And you get a disconnect sometimes, you know, uh, versus how the source material is being translated to the big screen. Some people are more okay with uh, various translations or, um, I guess, different... Uh, yeah, I guess different translations because this is how you know David Goyer and uh, Scott Snyder, Zack Snyder, sorry, Zack Snyder, uh, decided to present. show, yeah, how they <coughs> decided to present this these characters. Yes, in and their first multi-world pictures. Exactly. I mean, this is the first of many in yes. the DC cinematic universe, which we've all we've been talking about the uh, Marvel cinematic universe for a good decade but this is the first time dc and warner brothers has stepped up to the plate yes 100 percent agree with that and i think a lot of people were were really excited to see what warner brothers and uh dc were, were going to bring to the table um so without further ado for without further ado i'm just gonna say it I, Desmond, you know, one of the hosts of the Geek Chat, did not like this movie. Um, I did not like it because um, it showcased it showcased characters uh, that I that I feel that I'm very familiar with in a way that was counter to who they are at the core of their of their conception, in my opinion. And I think that was something that it was hard for me to reconcile. And I think that's because I, I know these characters. I've read Superman and Batman for more than half my life. And wow, that's a long time. It is a long time. I mean, not as long as you, cause I think you, you helped Bob Kane create Batman, right? Shh, you're not supposed <laughs> to tell anyone. I don't want credit for that. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it just, it just didn't 
ring true that these characters would react to the stimulus that or to the plot that was happening i just it just didn't it just didn't ring true to me and i think that was where my my disconnect or my or my um I don't want to say anger. It's just my. I'm not angry at the film at all. It's just my disappointment. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just my my disappointment with the film because this is DC's first foray into this, and you want it to be you want it to be great, but it just seemed like the story that uh, that uh, Scott and Zach. Sorry, Zach. I, I thought about it in my head too. The way that Zach and uh, David, David Goyer wanted to tell just was just not a story that I that I really you know cared about so now this is not this is not to say that there were not elements of the movie that i did not enjoy that that, that i did enjoy that, that i did i there there was play, there was things that i enjoyed about the movie oh my god all sorry that. pulling teeth here i know there was there was a few things about the movie that i did enjoy but overall the experience i just did not like it what did you think rich i've been giving this a lot of thought for the last couple of days and i've been reading a lot of things online and talking to people that have been coming in the store and a friend of mine that you and I talked to on um, Friday, went and saw it, and he texted me his opinion, and he's like, boy, you guys were right. You know what? I didn't hate it like you did, but I also didn't like it. I didn't find much joy in this movie. I was bored for a lot of it. I almost nodded off twice, and one of the times I started falling asleep on Desmond's arm, and he thought I was trying to get the armrest from him, so when he moved, that Joel actually woke me up. Um, I didn't, so for me, I just can't get past the lack of story, the lack of cohesiveness. And I tell you, they need to learn how to edit because there's parts of this film that were so unnecessary. I don't think anyone could nail down besides, well, it's Batman versus Superman. And and by the way, we're going to go into spoilers here. So if you haven't seen it, fast forward us. You know, turn it up, but come back and listen to us when you're when you've seen the movie. So here we go, going into spoilers now. I just feel like no one's motivation was given. Wonder Woman was there to find a picture. Really, that 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 is very weak as to why she did this. They did talk about her coming, and she she gave up on Man's World and left. Not once did they mention her by name. No introduction was ever given except for Miss Prince. I think that the motivation given for Lex is um, unclear. Lex goes through so many different character mood swings and that's supposed to be his character. I don't buy it. I looked at Des not even five minutes when Lex gets introduced. I'm like, I want to fucking punch him. It was not a joyous movie by any means. The best parts were Wonder Woman and I was one of her biggest naysayers. The one thing this movie has done is, A, I'm not going to see Suicide Squad, but I am going to see the Wonder Woman movie because I hope they flesh her out. None of these people had any kind of fleshing out at all. This was basically a, hey, we're really behind. Let's throw as much as we can to make a universe and let's run from there. That's how I felt the movie was. I really... I think if you enjoyed it, I'm really happy for you. And if you didn't like it, I'm really happy that you didn't like it. Online, there's so much anger and hate. And it's funny. You and I discuss books and TV and movies all the time. 
The one thing you and I have always done since we sat on the floor and started Geek Chat, when we used to have people in, remember this? Oh, yeah. Whenever someone would say they didn't like it, you had to give us a reason why. Mm-hmm. You you can't just say, I hated it, because there has to be a reason why. And I find that all the people that don't like it can back up their thoughts. And just because you liked something doesn't mean you have to justify how you feel. But I am very curious to these people who say, I loved it. You know, one of my Facebook friends says the critics can suck it. Uh, another one, I just want to read a little bit of what he says. It's someone that we've actually interviewed. Um, he says, uh, I very much enjoyed the movie. What I don't get is why people who didn't like it can't stop going out of their way to bash it. They continue to produce posts like this. It's about a post about, of course, not liking it and spend their energy hating on a thing. It almost seems as if people who did not like it can't allow everyone else to like it either. Different stories appeal to different people for different reasons. Come on now. I know you had to enjoy at least a little bit of the movie. And, you know, they, like Facebook posts do, they both go back and forth trying to present their ideas. But what I've noticed about a lot of people that say they really like it is they can't give me reasons why. Like this person says, I'm not going to say his name. Um, Yes, different people like different things for different reasons. What part of this movie, it wasn't even a cohesive movie, by the way, they told the story. They went in and out of ideas. Like, I understand... And I'm going to, I don't, I've been thinking about saying this all day and I wasn't going to go into this, but Desmond really wanted to talk about this. There are Marvel apologists. There are DC apologists. There are apologists for everything. Mm -hmm. I am a huge X-Men fan and I can tear apart every single movie, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. I happen to really enjoy the last movie, but I can see things for the fault that they are. Yeah. Um, Like Legends of Tomorrow. You and I differ greatly on that. I am just, I either... I think that could be a lot better, but people love it. And that's their, I agree with this person. I think you can enjoy it, but when we have a dialogue, you can't just say, I love it. Hate critics, you know, critics can suck it because what did you like about it? You know, I I know you love these characters, but when you look at something whole, you need to be able to critique it, whether you like it or didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You and I, every week on the Geek Chat, we talk about books we love, and we give reasons why we love them. Now, not everyone has to, I'm not saying anyone has to apologize or give reasons for how they feel, but I'm very curious to have someone in who can sit with us and talk, not yell, talk about what they loved about the movie, because I have a very hard time wrapping my head around it. Well, a friend of mine, you know, the person that I had an hour-long conversation after the movie, which was hilarious because, so when our conversation, he's a really good friend of mine. I've known him for, I've known him for a very long time. We were, you know, we've been really good friends since high school and he's a huge Superman fan. And, um, and we were, I said, Hey, like we, we, he's a Star Wars fan. He knows who I'm talking about. So I'm not going to say his name, but he knows who he is. And, and we were, we talk about Star Wars and everything, and we always like we have always had uh, conversations about this stuff. So, I called him Thursday and I said, "Hey, can I talk to you? I just saw the movie, and he had never seen anything about it before." 
And so he asked me, did I like it? And I said, no, not really. Uh, there are parts of it that, that were okay, but overall, I just didn't really, I just didn't really like it. And so we were having conversations about it, and I, and I was very, like, I wasn't sure if I wanted to tell him what I, what I didn't like because I didn't want to spoil it for him or anything like that. But he was really kind of getting worried. Well, him and his son wouldn't saw it, right? And his son is just like 16, really, you know, excited to see the movie, loves Batman, loves Superman, loves all the DC stuff, and is just really like interested, like wants to see it. Yeah, you know, like okay, great. So they go and see it, and when he's done, he immediately texts me, and it's like, hey, can you talk? And I was like, all right, you know. And so we start talking, and he says, why didn't you like it? And I, and I was like, okay, you know. And I said, well, did you like it? And he said, I, he's like, I did. I liked it. And I was just like, really? And so we had this conversation about, you know, what he, what he liked about the movie, and we had a conversation about what I didn't like about the movie, um, and we both came to this c- conclusion that is it a perfect movie? No. Uh, were there certain um, plot holes and motivations that were not uh, really fleshed out, or, or or motivations that that seemed a bit trivial or or not fleshed out? Yes, you know. But it, it came down to what you're willing to overlook, you know, for the sake of the characters that you grew up with and for the movie and for the universe that DC is willing is, is, is building basically. Um, because that's really what it comes down to because this was their, this was DC's first salvo into this universe. What, what Rich said earlier, you know, this is, this is what we're getting. You know, I, I am just hopeful that this movie does not set the tone for the rest of the DC universe. Oh, it is. Well, I think it. I still think it's too early to tell because I really believe that Wonder Woman is going to is going to be. I don't want to say lighter, but I think it's going to have a different tone than than Batman and Superman. I really think it is. But their um, but their big movie, Justice League, is going to be a continuation yes. of this. Yes, and one of the main things that that for me didn't work was this uh, crisis of conscience that Superman had throughout the movie. It is something that was held over for Man of Steel, and it was brought into this one. My only critique about that is if you're going to have that kind of story and you're going to go through those really like as ex- existential, you know, crisis of man versus God and all stuff like that, have a movie devoted to that. See, I, I want to don't I wanna, okay. don't don't put that into the movie and then scrap it, you know, because it really the explosion and, and the whole Martha is supposed to humanize him. Batman has and and the world's greatest detective did not do his homework or his I, research yes. about Superman. I'm going to explode. I uh, want to piggyback ahead. on that. You said it right there. The movie talks at the audience a lot well, and never know. Yeah, we, we were supposed to infer that about Batman's past with all of the slow yeah. motion scenes in the graveyard. Yeah, him, him no. rubbing his fingers see, against Martha's name, oh, quote unquote. It's like, no. See, the movie does a lot of talking. Yeah, that, talking that and Superman's showing. done this. No, for me, having three or four clips of him saving someone and then being treated where everyone has to touch him, and then the Batman, you know, to show he's bad. They do a lot of referencing to things that are done but never really showing. That's why I think we got the big... The, the shots with Superman saving people on the roofs, talking about him being a savior, da-da-da-da. And I think the whole movie goes about with Batman saying how badass he is and he's a villain, da-da-da-da-da. He shoots people, which you like that line where Alfred called him out on it. Oh, yeah. Batman is Batman is not the Punisher. Right. You know? Well, and in I, this movie, he was. But that's what I like about... See, that's... So it's like the movie is like... 
it, it's self-referential so it knows at least alfred knows what are you doing you know because like batman was straight up gonna i mean the whole movie was he was gonna murder superman like literally he and was I, building up to murder right superman. and i asked you this and i'm like what really so the joker as we are supposed to um we're supposed to infer from this the robin suit you know he lets the joker live joker kills whatever robin that's going to be probably so i said to you probably well he wants to kill superman so bad like so bad the bloodlust is so much in him and yes the world's greatest detective is being used by uh lex lex really bad really bad so um now he wants to kill superman with a bloodlust but yet joker he gets a pass and you said because he thinks that superman's a god and he has to kill the god which I don't, which I don't. But yeah, he lets Joker go, who's killed. We don't know how many people, but we know at least he's killed a family member. So here you have someone that's killed a family member. Yeah, someone you care very deeply about. Yeah. But yet here's this. Uh, no, see, that's what I mean by I had a problem with some of the plot well, lines. Yeah, you know, there, again, there were there were certain things that just that were made. I mean, the whole Lois Lane with the bullet and all that. You know, stuff. that was Jimmy Olsen. And, and I and I think that was a huge disservice to that character. Really? Oh, we didn't have a we didn't have any you know plans for him, so we're just gonna kill him. They That's did have plans. If you read the interview. Well, yeah, he was supposed to be. He uh, was supposed to be Jimmy and go through uh, and then get shot for shock value. What's his name? Is uh yeah. Uh, Brian Cranston was supposed to be Le- or Lex. Lex and then um. Jesse Eisenberg, Eisenberg was supposed to be uh, what's he gonna call it? But yeah. he did his Jimmy Olsen, but then Eisenberg really did his Lex Luthor and impressed him and yay and whatever. Um, I don't know. It's just at the end of our conversation with my friend, I basically said this, you know, there were parts of the movie that I liked parts of the movie I didn't like overall. I didn't like it, you know? Yeah. It is what it is, you know, but I, and we were talking about like, well, well, there are, Here's his son who is like 16 and really like, you know, eager to see this movie. And he was like, well, do you think that because we we know these characters, we've read about them for so long, do you think they were jaded and we just can't enjoy it? Because because his son had no problems with what was with anything that happened. He was just loving it. And I'm thinking, well, you know, people are going to love this movie for the spectacle that it is, regardless of what happens. Correct. And I think that's what a lot of people are going in and yeah. they're being like, oh, my God, this movie was amazing. They don't want to think about plot. They don't want to think about yeah, Superman, things like that. Batman duking it out, you know. And I have to say, the fight scene was cool. It, it, it Visually, it was cool. It could have been better, you know, but it was cool. Too much rain, too much darkness. You know, I thought the fight scene between Doomsday and all of them were was very, very CGI heavy. It looked like a it looked like a Street Fighter game um, with with him with the eye beams and the explosions. And I thought Wonder Woman stole the show during the fight scene. I agree. She was amazing. See, we are saying scene. something positive about it. Well, no, no. I I thought I thought you know <laughs> no for people Gal to say and, that we trash and Bru- it and um, Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. I think they all did great as their characters. It's just what the characters were doing and saying didn't ring true their acting was was great you know it just it just didn't you know it just w- w- the 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 stimulus and the situations that they were put in just wasn't selling it for me yeah so what i said to him and i have this fabulous an- analogy that i came up with that really kind of sums up my feelings about this movie i'm a person that loves ice cream love it love it love it love it love it love it it's true on our way home after this we usually stop and he gets some <sighs> so awesome so awesome so i love ice cream and i love vanilla ice cream Mo- mostly vanilla bean but i love vanilla ice cream so imagine if you will you know there's you hear that about like there this company's making this fantastic ice cream 
and you hope to hope you know that it's going to be vanilla because you love vanilla you love vanilla but it, it comes out and it's rocky road okay now i like rocky road i'll eat rocky road but it's not vanilla so i'm depressed that it was not vanilla Will, will my life go on? Yes, because I'm hopeful that those same people that made this Rocky Road will someday get me vanilla. Wow. That's seriously, that's seriously how I am. And I was telling people, go see it. For, make up your own mind. If you enjoy it, that's good. I, I want everyone to know I am not telling you to hate it. Yeah, yeah. We're, this is just our opinion. I really hope you can take that and go and see it. If you enjoy it, great. Like, I know, I've that's never the, said I've never said anything bad to anyone or, or said like, you know. I, you're did, stupid. Hey, are you stupid? You like that movie? Oh, what's wrong with you? You're not a good fan. I never said like, oh, you're a you're a DC fanboy. Oh, my God. You're a Marvel. No, yeah. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. Go make your go see the movie. You know, I go. know people have come in and they hated Deadpool. Yeah. And. That's they they everyone's allowed. I mean, to they're like wrong, but just, <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. You know, it's like I before we started the geek chat. Since I opened the store, I have to look at things differently. Mm-hmm. And when we started doing the geek chat, now been almost two years, about uh, year and a half? Uh, year and a half. And we started doing the point fives, where I have to look at things with a different eye you know we have one facebook member who we really like but when he says things like you do know it's a tv show or you know (laughs) things like that yeah we do know it's a tv show and that's why we're watching it and that's why we expect something out of it yeah you know it's just like i last time we talked i brought up music you always have that one thing Mm -hmm. not everyone has to like the same thing but you have to respect the people that do so i do respect anyone their opinions. I'm not going to yeah. tell them they're wrong. I just would like, for me, I just would like some reasons why. Maybe back up your assertion. You don't have to, but it always helps because we know yeah. from enough people tearing things down, they give their reasons. But not a lot of people give the good. Yeah. So I go into these TV shows now looking at it different. So, yes, if someone is stuck in a cage for a month at a time and it isn't inferred that they're allowed to go out, they're allowed to eat, they're allowed to do anything. I am going to take some, some, I am going to say something about that because things should make sense when you watch them. Even though it's a TV show, even though it's a comic book. Uh, talking about that, in an issue of Birthright, which this has nothing to do with it, but I just want to say there was something left out of a panel. And a writer or a, a reader wrote in to the creative team and said, So, by the way, um, the swords disappeared, and the writer said, yeah, it was a mistake. They didn't catch it. But it's eyes like that. It's that kind of thing. Like when I watch a TV show and I notice the glass goes from half full to being real full to being empty on the same shot, those are just little things, just little things. Does that mean I should ignore it? I'm not going to. Because for me, when I review or watch something, I no longer watch it for enjoyment. If I enjoy it, that's great. That's wow. what I've learned doing this podcast Ugh. with you. I am now watching things to watch. <laughs> you need to learn to turn your brain off because I can't. I can't because we review things. I can't. You know, that's why I watch things multiple times, you know, if I have to. You just, for me, it's just not that serious. <laughs> well, I don't, it's not like I'm losing sleep over it, people. I'm not. He but is. when I go in to, to, when I go in and we're going to sit down, I really want to be honest with our listeners. Yeah. And if something bugs me, it bugs me. Yeah. 
even though it's a TV show or a comic book, I'm still going to call it out. Yes. So make sure. Sh- okay. So when so when we write our comic book, we will have heroes on the toilet. We will have heroes. Oh my god, that is one of the things. So one of the things Des and I, when we first met and talked about comics, we always noticed no one ever goes to the bathroom. I'm sorry, that is just. It's not something you show. It's not like we're going to show someone doing it. But it's little things. It's just little things that make it for me. It, but that was what was so funny about the whole lethal weapon when Danny Glover was, was had the bomb and he was on the toilet and Riggs had to save him. I mean, I'm thinking, see, see, in a normal TV show, he never would have went to the bathroom. Nope. Or no one so, nope. so there you go. That's probably why no one goes to the bathroom because they might get exploded on. Anyway, so so yeah, that's our that's our review of uh, and our thoughts of um, Batman v Superman featuring Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. I'm leaving it as I'm just hopeful. I'm hopeful that this is not fully what we're getting. I really hope that Wonder Woman is is different. Uh, only time will tell. I'm still excited for Wonder Woman. I'm very um, excited for it. And I, you uh, know, Rich says that he's not going to see, uh, but I'm probably going to take him so that way he can give his opinion. So I'm going to hate it. You probably will, but but you I, know what's I, funny? I have a friend, and I'm going to call him out, and I'm not going to say his name because I care about him. He's a good friend, been a good friend for 10 years, supported me, supported the store. But he said it all when he said, I haven't seen Batman v Superman yet, but I know I'm going to love it. That is as silly as me saying, I haven't seen Suicide Squad yet, but I know I'm going to hate it. Of course. Because it's how you feel about it going in. He (laughs) is a huge DC fan. Yeah. So he's going to love Batman versus Superman for the spectacle that it is. Yeah. I know I'm going to hate Suicide Squad. Because it just looks shitty to me. Yeah, I have, and that's the thing. You know, I I think that's why my mileage would vary because I don't have as much uh, knowledge of the of this source material of these characters. Um, so that's why I think you're going to be much more passionate about this movie than I am. And I think for me, it'll be a lot easier to um, to let go of things that are like glaring mischaracterizations of 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 these characters that that in your heart you you hold a lot dearer than in mine and i think that's the that's the disconnect between people with superman and batman i agree i agree 100 percent. i'm going in but other reasons why i am not is just from the trailer some of the things they've done yeah it is kind of weird i don't know like in the casting choices and everything i don't know the the whole movie is just going to be weird but um in a good way in a bad way i just don't know that's why i'm trying to be very open about it i think the guy playing diablo looks really like cool in his character but i don't know you know what's coming up though? You know what I'm really excited about? The next time we do a point five about a movie, what? Civil War. Yeah, May six. Now, now let that's uh, that's the thing. I cannot wait. And I, I'm gonna go ooh. in and I'm gonna love it. Like I mean, that's that's. I understand people that say they love these movies because I haven't even seen the film yet, and I'm like, I'm gonna love it. Uh, the tra- the, because that's the trailers, and that's what see, and that's another thing. It's the trailer, and it's the fact that Marvel has had. 10 years you know to, do to this. build these characters and up. some of that early stuff was rough it was rough like um, had we had some done of the new stuff is rough i mean iron man 3 was rough i know i was gonna say had you know? we had the geek chat when these movies were on we'd be ripping them apart yeah i mean because i just could not stand iron man 3 i was so pissed at what they did to mandarin so pissed about that you know i didn't i didn't i mean th- again there were aspects of that movie that i liked but overall i did not like that movie you know so uh, an actually and, and people will you know can be whatever but i actually liked iron man 2 so because i i thought um mickey i have rourke, some huge problems with iron man 2 mickey rourke was great you know as whiplash i don't know see people you know it who knows it's all it's all you know 
opinions and bullshit. So just if you enjoy the movie, great. enjoy it. You know, you know what we're enjoying. What we're gonna we're gonna go the hopeful side of Superman now, Supergirl. Wow, the last couple episodes, I'm telling you guys, this show, yep. I. We can go back and listen to my first review of this show. It's hokey. I, I actually like this. I hated it. I, I thought this show's going to end. It's going to be horrible. And now it hasn't been renewed yet. And I'm like, no. It'll be renewed. Because Especially after tonight's episode. It'll be renewed. Oh, yeah. It has grown so much. The characters are growing. They're not. There's no more, you know, one dimensional. They're actually just. Wow. Now, yes. it's, it's not perfect. And here's the thing. I'm not saying these shows are perfect. But they're getting a lot better, and I, she's really growing as a Supergirl. Yes, and I think, but that just shows, a, again, that's the longevity of the character. We we we've had time to be with these characters, and just not to say much about Superman, Batman anymore. But that's, I think, that's one of the problems. This is just like we have, we're seeing her grow as a superhero. We're seeing her make mistakes. We're seeing her like that whole Red Krypton episode was amazing. Oh, it it hurt your heart watching. When she oh when she said when she woke up out of it, the fact see see here was here's what I was thinking. I literally thought after she was gonna come out of it, they would the, the writers would spare her and she wouldn't know. It would be this like oh what happened? All I remember is this haze. She knows it she all. She remembers everything she did. And and when she tells her what happened, and she says first thing she says, did I kill anybody? Did anybody die? I was like, what? And I, that is the I, opposite of what we and just then watched. Started, <laughs> and then she starts crying, and I was just like, this is like a superhero that is just like. And when they showed her the, and uh, I think it was the, the the next episode, they showed her, you know, when when the car crashed when she was a kid, and she ran to help with no with no um, question about who or what she can do. It's like she just went in, people knowing about her. I love how she flipped over the car yes. and then ripped the door off. Like even the stunts are getting better. See, that's what I mean. It's like it's like this is this is like she's more Superman than Superman. Yeah, it's I. Like, it's I like agree she was there, like, 100%. regardless of what happens, I have to save these people because it is my duty because they can't save themselves. Yeah. You know, now it's a good question to say, like, well, do they deserve to be saved or do they? And that's fine if you want to explore that. But give it the whole movie to do that. Mm -hmm. Don't give us those those things and then, like, have an explosion and throw a CGI monster at us and be like, oh, let's forget about everything. Well, let's not what? forget about Martha. I mean, that was one of the lamest <sighs> okay, anyway, but anyway, Supergirl has been amazing. I really cannot wait to see uh, her race the Flash, and just their banter. Did you watch the trailer for it? Uh -huh. The banter was just great, and she's like, "Hey, I beat you here," and he's like, "Yeah, I let you." Like, uh, what? Your head exploded. It really you did because it go really back did. and listen to some of our earlier ones before. So Des and I speculated on this long before they even talked about it, how this would be awesome. And he yep. has said the entire time he wants the race. Yep. And there were people going, oh, they're not going to do it. No, 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 no. Just like I was right about parademons, but we won't go there. Ew. Uh, <laughs> Ew. Uh, so one of the things that made Supergirl really interesting was we know Siobhan in the comics um, was that her name in as the Silver Banshee in the car the comic books? Yeah, Siobhan. Okay, see, I didn't, I never, it, I don't know what happened, but it never clicked that she was going to become Silver Banshee. Oh yeah. So at the end, when she's yelling and then she projects, I was like, "What?" Yeah. Yeah, I was, I totally was not expecting that. But I really like what happened with Cat, in that when Supergirl. You know, she's not there. Now, I'm sorry. This is where I'm going to say it. I want a job. 
And if you know of any jobs that are hiring, I want to be able to get paid and not go to work. Because car is never at work. <laughs> car is never at never work. Never at work. Wynn's always doing something yeah, else. Yeah, always doing something. I yeah. want that job. But Seriously. I really like the fact that, that Siobhan tried to do this. And Siobhan was building this budding relationship with the still-in-the-closet Win. He's not gay. He's gay. And, you know, Win has to be the one. So... She or she said, like everyone, it. everyone betrays me, and, nah, 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 and then he has to go and do it. And again, how great was Kat? If I could fire you again, I would. Like, I'm really enjoying Kat's character. She's really being fleshed out. And how sad was it when Supergirl has to apologize to Kat, and then she's like, do you mind if I sit here? It's little moments. Yeah, it's little know, moments. Because, and, I, and I think Calista Flockhart is just a fantastic actress for the fact that she was like, I'm not scared. And she's like, Okay, so I was. It's like <laughs> admitting that, admitting being vulnerable to her. It's like they have this weird relationship. Like it, it's this three pronged relationship, you know, cat with Kara and then cat with Supergirl. It's just this weird, it's like this really yin and yang sort of, um, relationship in which in which one is inspiring the other while the other one is inspiring the other yeah. one this is such a really good mix between the two of them and when she threw her off the building oh my god that was awesome and then just the way Calista Flockhart looked at her and then she and you just the pain she felt when she had to denounce mm-hmm. her just it was such a great episode and just the homage to Superman. When oh, he, when he with the peanuts was flicking the peanuts. Loved that. The movie is, I'm sorry. The, the show is just really hitting it on all cylinders, but you were not happy with the outing of Martian Manhunter. No, I, I didn't like that. So you think he should have ran away? Well, no, because they needed, they needed to further the plot. You know, I understood why they did it, you know? And no, it, I know, but that's what we talk about when, yeah. you know, things, happen because they have to go from yeah. a to b yeah, because he, he was just so worried but then it just showed that he really wants to protect his foster or his his adopted daughters you know he really wants to protect them that he was willing to out himself to stop supergirl you know and it was just to save literally to stop her you know that's like the ultimate sacrifice and he was just like i'm gonna like i, I didn't like the um what is it the uh the guy who was like, Hank Kinshaw was my friend. Now, you know who that is? No. In the comic books, that's the original Guardian. Oh. Well, there you and go. when they talked about Project Cadmus. Yes. No, that was great. Holy shit. We could get Double X. We could get Superboy. We're not going to, but I think how cool would it be? I don't think they do that. If they did the second one where they cloned a Superboy, that yeah. would be awesome. I think we might actually get Superboy. I want to see so much when we go. I want to see think, Project Cadmus. Do you think the father's going to be a, the Cyborg Superman? I don't know, because in the comic Wouldn't books, we've learned that Dean Dad's going to be Cyborg Superman. It, uh, yeah. How cool if they did that. I mean, wouldn't it be weird, Dean Cain being Cyborg Superman? I think evil as much as I don't him? like him for who he is as a person, yeah. for his others, but yes, how cool would it be to see Lois and Clark Superman as Superman? As evil, as Cyborg, evil Superman. Cyborg Superman. That would be amazing. So you now it makes sense as to why Diggle is not Guardian, because who knows, maybe they'll bring the Guardian in. Well, yeah, and and they're already showing that it's going to be a shared universe uh, so with Supergirl and Flash tonight. I think that if it doesn't get picked up, that the Geek Chat should start a huge, I don't know what they're called, we should start a campaign to have the WB pick up Supergirl if yeah. CBS drops it'll be, it. It'll be picked up. I really think after tonight's ratings, they're, yeah. they're waiting to see tonight's ratings, and I think we'll get an announcement this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're she'll be renewed. She, she has to be. I mean, the, you can't just you you can't set up 
you know what lucy and uh oh my god lucy is the head of the deo yeah lucy being the head of the D, uh deo now and then i'm fine with that like i'm fine with that yeah. i really want cameron chase to come back because i want her to be at least in the show more but it would you know but are you are you wondering what's going to happen now between her and uh jimmy olsen now like because she basically was like it makes all sense and blah blah. And she was like you're lying, I'm, you know. And then she she convinced her. You know what? I think knowing the secret, I would love this twist. I wish that it would, well, it would be my hope that now that she understands why Jimmy had to do what he had to do, and even though you know Kara and him have this little attraction, now that she knows the secret, I think she should go get her man. I think so too. I, I 100% agree. Just like I think Wynn should go get his man, too. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, know what, you know what Lucy could do? She could have like a kryptonite ring made and put on Jimmy's finger. That way she can't be next to him. Ooh. She's like, get your old man, bitch. Or a, a kryptonite cock ring just in case, too. Ew. <laughs> it's radioactive anyway. So, <laughs> And Maxwell Lord saying, I didn't mean to do it. I'm sorry. I tried to synthesize this kryptonite. I apologize. And he tried to help out. What was that about? You know? I think they're trying to give him a little redeeming yeah. quality. Yeah. I was like, okay. Do you think he's going to help them out with the Cadmus stuff? Maybe. It would be a, a cool plot twist if his company, who was trying to do against, you know, trying to, to help against the alien, you know, problem, invasion, if now he finds out about Cadmus, because Cadmus actually uses aliens to make weapons yeah and so they have a common enemy they have a common enemy that's why i think that's what that's what they're planning on doing is, is having them team up with maxwell lord as you know fighting against cadmus and cadmus is the quote-unquote big bad now um is what my thought is so, so you're gonna have to fight this battle on two fronts because you have the alien you have the you have non and his people and then you have cadmus and their people and they're going to be stuck in the middle trying to keep them both from like being taken over yeah exactly that's what i think is going to happen um and I cannot wait for them to mention Star Labs. I know. Because it's a shared universe now. So I want to see what what the Flash's version of Cadmus is doing and what the uh, Supergirl version of Star Labs is doing. Yes, that would be good. Um, one thing about the Flash, though. Yes. That annoys the crap out of me. Uh-oh. Great show. Yes. But, Wells, you don't need to whisper everything. Stop whisper talking. That is the one thing about that show that pisses me what off. What don't you like about it? Exactly. He's always, I have to do this. This is who I am. I would save you. No, stop it. Speak up. <laughs> well, it was just like how silly it was that when Batman in the movie is flying in the plane and he's talking to Alfred, he still has to talk with his voice, with his voice like yeah. this. Yeah. It's like, turn the modulator off. Really? No, no. And as always, a special thank you to our sponsors because without them, we really wouldn't have a show. So I want to give a special thanks to Club Card Printing. They're the ones that help us do all of the fantastical prints that you see in our palm cards. And if we ever do posters, we're going to get them done there. So if you're in the San Francisco area or if you have a computer, check out clubcardprinting.com. We also want to thank Gene Gilmet. He does all the amazing artwork for the show. You can check him out at rltpress.com. Yes, Gene, I, I, and I don't take it personally that Rich is always trying to kill me. So, <laughs> Also want to give a special thanks to Terry Miller. She is the mistress of the mix board and makes all those lovely sounds that you hear uh, during the Geek Chat. 
Also want to give a special thanks to our major sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at 548 Castro Street in San Francisco, located between 18th and 19th. Check us out online at whateverstoreonline.com and on Facebook under Whatever Store. Um, all righty, well, everybody. We hope you enjoyed our super show. Yes, we talked about this and Supergirl and, you know... And Superman versus Batman. Supergirl, Supergirl, yes. Supergirl. So please tune in. Uh, <laughs> to hear what we thought of the race. Yes, because we will be talking about that. World's finest. I cannot wait. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm Desmond. I'm Rich. And we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Agent Chat. Point.